with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and you are not. With me, my co-host, the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good evening, and I'm not either. Uh, can you hear me all right? Who? Yes. Who said that? Hello? Hello. What, are you going to speak or not? Because I can't do the show on my own. I can hear you too, Ron. Oh, I can't hear what. Okay. I, I, you know, you, that was a bad thing to do because I had just before we got on the air, I was kicked uh, <laughs> off. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, this thing, I had some things I want on my uh, computer, but of course, with all this thing, it just erased them all. So I have no idea where they are or what they are. But anyway. Or who they are. It's yes, actually, absolutely. you know, it, it's been, I don't know whether there's been some sort of uh, weird bug going around affecting the service today, but the uh, hundreds of, or dozens of websites and uh, all been really crazy today. You know, like stuff I've used for a long time won't let me log in or kept asking for login details. Yeah, or... the same thing happened to me, Steve. Yeah, or, um, you know, like, I mean, we're not talking, you know, we're talking sites that I use daily, several times a day. And then all of a sudden, endless, can you log in? You need your login. Doesn't recognize the password, then it will, then it won't. Um, Must be the Russians. Some other internet sites um, just not working properly, doing all sorts of really screwy things. Um, like one I use, which is like a weather radar. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows the wind lines, but <laughs> the the wind lines just, you know, instead of like just moving, they just got more and more. It was like they were writing all over the screen until eventually the whole map turned white. <laughs> it was crazy. Just really yeah, bizarre stuff. Yeah, could be so. Could be the Russians. They're could up be. there. And, mm. And anyway, uh, I had some things to talk about, and one was really kind of interesting. Uh, Internet hacking? They may have solved the food problem in the world. Because well, yeah. there, there was an, uh, the, uh, it was an Australian company that uh, uh, just unveiled the largest uh, meatball <laughs> made from uh, mammoth meat. Oh, good. So well, keep it in the freezer then. We can have, you know, I mean, it looks like uh, pretty soon you'll, you'll be able to have a mammoth hamburger. They took the DNA from a woolly mammoth that, of course, you know, they find a lot of woolly, woolly mammoths. Uh, well, I mean, the one good thing about using mammoth is at least it'll keep in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's intriguing that we've gone that way. Uh, that we can well, produce woolly mammoth meat. That's close to Jurassic Park, you know. We're heading that way. <laughs> oh, what are we having next? Like T Rex burgers? Yeah. Or maybe, hey, wait a minute. Maybe like in the Flintstones that come out with those big brontosaurus ribs. Oh man, <laughs> that would be good. good. That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's particularly if they were cooked. Yeah. That yeah. makes that makes some interesting um, steak tips for next year's dining with the dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> as you know, I don't do eggplant. Hmm. That's a shame. No, it's no, not. You're, you're saving the eggplants, which is I, very noble of you, by the way. So. Well, you know, nobody ever asks the, I mean, you know, I've got several friends who mm -hmm. are vegan or vegetarian and I don't hold it against them. Um, you know, it's, but we're doing them a favor because, you know, <laughs> like, well, no, we are because. No, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I heard you say that phrase. I won't hold it against them. And then I, I've been just going through some. Oh, Benny Hill movies, and it said, "If I told you you had a lovely body, would you hold it against me?" <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, that just popped in here. It just—that's an old pop song as well. Who did? Who sang it? Is it? Oh, but Benny yeah. Hill used to do it on the show. No, I mean, but I, there's actually a pop song. Um, if I said you you had a wonderful body, would you hold it against me? I the lyrics of a pop song. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> I think it's an American country song. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Anyways, moving yes. on. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're doing these vegans and vegetarians a favor because cows, sheep, they eat grass, they eat vegetables, they eat kale and... Yeah. Sure. Well, that, that, they're stealing the food from vegans and vegetarians. Yeah, that's perfect. So, sense. like, we're, we're helping them out. We're, we're reducing mm -hmm. the competition. Mm-hmm. And, and I've talked about this before, is, is you know, that uh, plants are living entities. Uh, Unlike vegans and vegetarians. I've <laughs> never met, do you know, here's the truism. I have never met a healthy vegan or vegetarian. They're always sick. Go figure. Yeah. Every single vegan and vegetarian I know is always permanently sick. Hmm. Interesting. It's, well, it, my observation, um, you know, scientific observation, the first stage in, a, in the process, mm -hmm. they're all always sick. So the hypothesis extrapolated from that observation that we should test is, are vegans and veg? And the other weird thing, why do they always make vegan and vegetarian food look like meat? God, tastes like trying to taste like me too. I mean, you don't get a beef cauliflower. Now, when you go to a restaurant, you don't order a beef cauliflower or a ham tomato, carrot. ham carrot. carrot. Yeah. But why do they always like you have vegan hamburgers, vegan sausage? sausages? Yeah, why? Why you know vegetarian? um you know um bacon like no if you want to eat meat stop making it look like meat eat your rabbit food and you know make it look like rabbit food which is what it is anyway mostly yeah tastes like I, rabbit food you know i i could solve the vegetarian problem uh by you know because 
I, we mentioned this before, but how I had uh, back in the uh, 70s, we manufactured the biofeedback device for plants. And yeah, and you've got it somewhere it would, it, the porch. It would convert different things into audio sounds. So the, at times they're oh, the no, reacting. Don't don't well, no, it would, it, the, plant, the plants, you would get these different sounds, almost like a purring if it likes something. If it dislikes <laughs> something, it was almost a scream. And so, you know, we could show them what happens when you, uh, you know, eat a leaf from a plant. You know, the poor thing screams and then. Yeah, I mean, oh. you're dismembering it. I mean, you know, we have, well, you Americans have herbs, but, you know, we British have herbs. We tend to have them in little pots on the window ledge and we pull <laughs> leaves off as we need them. That's like, that's like going into a farm and just hacking the leg off a sheep. Yep. That's just brutal. Yep. Anyway. You know how, you know, the other thing is vegans are really easy to um, find in a crowd. Mm-hmm. You know how wow. you can, you just have to wait five seconds and they'll tell you. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the like, the like, um, the like, sort of like the elderly you know when they reach that age you get to well your age and they say i'm 91 years old mm-hmm. oh, what what did you it's my birthday next month i'll be 92 years old i've lived here 40 years mm, 40 years <laughs> oh, to hell with the paranormal i'm sick of it anyway <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so if they the can, right. if we they can a, make let, this, we haven't done a work, work, put the world to right show for a long time. Yeah, if they that can make this, defend the listeners again. Yeah, if they can make this uh, uh, woolly mammoth meatball, you know, yeah. maybe the next step is be able to clone dinosaurs. And so, feed, let me feed, ask you this: ethically, should we clone dinosaurs? Ethically, yeah. When, when, uh, ethically, yeah. morally, whatever. Well, I thought we did. Aren't they all living on an island just off the... No, no, that's, that, that, was, uh, that was fictitious, Steve. I, I thought that you. was a documentary. Oh, oh yeah, it was. <laughs> like like the mermaid one? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see that? The mermaid one? Yeah. That was awesome. Because they, did, they didn't tell you it was a, a mockumentary until the very end. Uh, well, you, you know, know I, uh, yeah, well, I... I Discovery do that every year in Shark Week. You know, they, they keep yeah, making... Yeah, those are the, real. Yeah, but they're not. That's the thing. They But they get past as real. Like, you know, that famous one of the German U-boat with the Megalodon swimming mm. past it. You know, that that's fuzzy cool. back and white photograph of the German U-boat and then you got the two fins. It's mm. all a stitch-up by Disco for Shark Week. You know, this all of these Megalodon things are stitch-ups they're all mockumentaries by Discovery Channel. Sharknado? No, I think that was a real documentary. <laughs> Do you know that? They were a good series of films, though. Because they were just so far-fetched. Well, what was that one where the... What was that Remember one Trimmers? where... Remember Yep. But what was, that other, what was that other film called? The one where they inadvertently knocked a hole in the bottom of Lake Mead and all the giant... Um, Jurassic Piranha got out. Do you remember that? Oh, one? I missed probably part Piranha. <laughs> that, it may have been called Piranha. 
Um, but they're all these like really, really bad piranha. Um, but they're all living in another lake underneath Lake Mead until Mm. somebody accidentally caused a hole to appear in the bottom of Lake Mead and they all got out. Which is, you know, people don't understand that, but there are underwater lakes. I mean, under Antarctica, there is a, is a huge lake. There are underwater lakes on, um, or in the ocean. Well, there are underwater ones in the ocean, but I was going to say there are underwater oceans on, is it Jupiter's moon? That's true. Yeah. I saw that science fiction movie too. No, that's a real. Oh, oh, the real one. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, the real one. (laughs) But, But, uh, uh, it's a yeah. strange universe, and we haven't just it, it scratched is. the surface. I mean, they've, they've, uh, we talked, was it last week, about Omaponu or Oma, um, that alien thing. Yeah. That, yeah. But now uh, there's been a, pa- a paper published quite recently um, that shows it actually what it was, which was perfectly normal, uh, but it was never needle-shaped. Um, it was fooling people because of the way it was rotating in the color. Um, mm-hmm. And it turned out that actually it was a disc, like a, like a used bar of soap. But it oh, was like made a giant saucer. And the reason that they didn't think it was a comet is because it comprised of nitrogen ice, which doesn't give off a tail. Oh, that's sad. So it actually, it was basically, they described it as a scab that had been knocked off a planet. Okay. Um, Space scabs now. Yeah, well, apparently, you know, uh, a a Pluto-sized planet hit something, hit another one, Mm -hmm. and knocked a a lump off. Wait a minute, is Pluto still a planet? Uh, It's back as a planet, yeah. Okay, okay. I just wasn't sure. I didn't know what was politically correct right now. The it is politically correct. It's 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 a transgender planet. Oh, that's fine. Okay, yeah. Okay, but but at the moment, it's it's politically okay to call it a planet. Excellent. No, it's no longer a planetoid or a protoplanet. I don't know why we call it at first. They were just people are just got their panties in the bunch all the time. I don't know. They just don't like anything anymore. So sad. That is the way of the world, I'm afraid. It's uh, very... Yeah. Do you know, I, I I, genuinely feel sorry for kids of my ch- kids' generation because they're growing up in one crazy mixed-up world. True. So true. Agree with you there. Uh, I also saw, and speaking about sharks, is that now the new Newfoundland shark has been spotted in the deep ocean. The Newfoundland shark? Yeah, so it's it's venturing out. I had no idea. I've never even heard of it. I know of the Greenland shark, which uh, maybe it's the Greenland. Is one this the one that lives for like four or five hundred years? That's that's me. Apart from you. Okay. Uh, is this I'm the not, one? I'm not sure, is, Steve. Is, I mean, is, is this the fish that you won at the uh, fairground in 1605? Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. I think that's the one that ate the Nina. Oh, was it the Panther? Or maybe the Santa Maria. I don't know. He ate one of them. But according to one of the movies I saw. What happened to those? I know what. Because 
Because that's the other thing that we were taught at school that's no longer true. You know, in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Well, actually, he got there late because the Vikings had been there first. Um, no, he's still discovering it for the did, Spanish. <laughs> America, but does America still celebrate Columbus Day? Oh, that's big contentious around here. Because it used to be when 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 I was a kid, we used to go uh, plane spotting at the U.S. Air Force bases. Is that like train spotting? Yeah. Um, you know I love aeroplanes. But so when we used to go, um, we would never go on Columbus Day because basically it was a national holiday for all the service, uh, the US Air Force service staff, and they would mm-hmm. have, you know, like big parties and a big game of baseball. And yeah. Well, does America still celebrate Columbus Day? That's it's an area of contention. Uh, you know, they, uh, they it's kind of going towards the the same way as our Thanksgiving that it's Indigenous People Day because somebody's got their panties in a bunch. But anyway, I don't know. It, it, it was a fun holiday because everybody drew, you know, the the ships. They all knew the song. They all knew the story. So you know, he did well, do I it. Mean- you, you can't say he didn't come to America. He did. Whether whether oh, he did. Yeah, he absolutely did. But I yeah. mean, you know, like. Uh, what a thousand or five hundred years after the Vikings had got there, yeah. So it doesn't say that, yeah. Well, Americans I mean, discovered you, America for, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you, you don't celebrate the English coming another 300, 300 years. Oh, later. yeah, we do. It's called the American I mean, Revolution. No, actually, you do. It's called Thanksgiving. Oh, that's no, no, those are the cast offs you sent from England, the Puritans. They weren't all Puritans. Yeah, I know. And not only that, thanks to you guys, uh, yeah. we have the American shot here cat because the that's where they believe the that breed came from was the Mayflower. and and thanks to us, you have the White House. No, he burnt that down. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. We had to rebuild it. We shouldn't have invaded Canada, should you? Yeah. Well, you know. They were Americans too, but we just didn't no, realize. They were, they were wait, wait a minute! They were Americans first, and they all fled there because of the revolution when the when the British lost. Uh, excuse me, when the British signed the peace treaty, and then uh, so they went on up there. So the Americans had this bright idea that if they went up to Canada, all these people up there would join them because yeah, uh, they, they were fellow Canada. Americans. Let's go free, yeah, let's go and free Canada. It actually sounds like a South Park thing, that doesn't it? Free Canada, free it, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> but that's true. That's what they believed in. They really did. They believed that those. Well, you were there. there. You were there. I know. Yeah. I wasn't. I'm not old enough. You know, it's it's a shame we didn't have Facebook back in those days. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I wonder what, you know, like, I wonder what people in 200 years' time will do um, looking back through our Facebook posts. I mean, you're going to be remembered for my um, banana cream pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all my pies. <laughs> all your pies. Well, we've only ever seen evidence of one. Wow, I can take pictures all the time. It's annoying. I make up for me, not for the world. <laughs> people ask me for the recipe. It says, I don't cook by recipe. Sorry. You know, yeah. You, what's going to happen is your your biography in 200 years will be Ronald 
Jacob, and it'll say chef, cook. Oh, I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Wearer of caps. You know, Dennis Miller had a, had a great line, uh, you know, which it, it that uh, about Facebook it said never had so many people documented so little, <laughs> so little. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. You know, you, you, the stuff I see on my Facebook feed from from you know uh, people the, the trivia that people post on social media for the world to see. Like, you know, Pan will be known for for her granddaughter and her drinks. And her habit of winning the lottery scratch board. No, that only happens once in a while. Yeah. Is is her husband still the uh, chairman, president? Of still the, the Pope? No. No. Of the organization? No, I don't believe so. <laughs> He so was. She wanted. She wanted a couple of times. So I. I <laughs> no shout to fix then. <laughs> Actually, let's get let's get our listeners involved in this because what I'd like what what I'd be interested in doing is um, getting them to predict two hundred years hence. What will be on Facebook? <laughs> no, no. What will what will people two hundred years from now? Assuming that you know Russia and Ukraine sort themselves out, and we, but but yeah, we get to live on. Um, but what will people two hundred years in in the future look at us now and think? Not much. Because because we we don't leave letters. You know, we used to write letters. We used to take photographs. But this is all in the cloud somewhere. You know, ephemeral and digital and. You know, we started the start of the show by saying how screwy the internet was today, but it wouldn't take very much for our entire history that we leave behind on Facebook, the messages that we send one another. You know, we don't commit them to pen and ink anymore. Except for our books, Steve. Your books and my books are there except for prosperity. For, except for the books, yeah. Um, but even, you know, for people who collect coins or medals or badges, we don't leave that stuff behind anymore. And when we do, it's made so cheaply, it won't survive. Yeah. You know, I look at our coins here in the UK, and if you drop one on the ground and, it, you know, in the garden and you pick it up a week later, it's rusty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yet you can find coins from a thousand years ago. Well, the evidence that, that uh, you know, that's one of the things that the governments are pushing for is, is digital currency anyways. That's eventually with the way they want to go they want to get rid of hard currency yeah then they can control everything then can't yeah they? naturally yeah uh you know it's funny I, we talked about the facebook just earlier and uh uh there's a series uh seth Fowen does it called the orville and, and one mm-hmm. of the planets they they went to uh the society was pretty much run by likes uh and then <laughs> if you did something wrong then that was it and you had to go on a publicity tour to try to to uh, get likes, or, or you would be, uh, you know, brain brainwashed. <laughs> I, I, well, that's I mean, what we're heading, you know, for a lot of people. That might explain why um, why we have so many paracons now, because mm. you know, if you if you look at these um, 
Oh, should we say cancelled by Discovery? Uh, sorry, cancelled by the Travel Channel on the orders of some of the celebrities. Mm-hmm. But they always seem to be doing Paracon. They speak the the life of a once famous tele, uh, TV ghost hunter now seems to be build a haunted museum and then go on the road permanently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to that, be. You know, get These a T-shirt. Are, get a T-shirt. Don't, don't they do investigations? Get a podcast, write a book, and then do an event. Yeah, but and you look at some. You look at these top somewhere. American ghost hunters. You know, you got mm-hmm. Nick Groff, you've got Amy, you've got uh, what's his name, John Zaffis. You've got Jason. You've got Grant. But they never seem to do any ghost hunting once the cameras stop rolling. What? They just go from convention to convention to convention, signing stuff. Mm. So they're not really ghost hunters anymore, are they? No, celebrities. They're para-celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're parasites, actually. But, <laughs> but the you know, when you think about it, if you were just on the same line you were talking about, if they go back and look at us, our, uh, our internet and our web, they, they're going to think that the world was run over by ghosts at this time period. Because we had yeah. all these demons. demons, demons and ghosts, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs. We yeah. were under constant attack. If it wasn't, if it wasn't demons, it was um, entrapped, ghostly children held against their wishes mm. and needing to be saved. But seriously, how have these people? How can they call themselves investigators? Because, in you know, in some cases, they probably haven't investigated anything other than their bank accounts for the last 10 years or more. Yeah, I mean, they probably started out as, as, as proper investigators. I'm, or guessing. plumbers. <laughs> plumbers. <laughs> but whatever. Everybody's got to do something, right? <laughs> you got to earn a living no matter what. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, not everybody gets a grant from whatever no, university. Right. No, I mean, we survive on Patreon, which is what you're going to tell people about now. Oh, yeah? Why is it that time? Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yes, uh, you're listening to, well, you may be still listening. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> uh, you may be listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, International right here on Tojinet, the home of Ghost Chronicles Radio. And with Steve Pass and Ron Kolick, brought to you by our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. You too can become a member and have access to uh, 40 some odd videos and stuff that's on there, especially for uh, members of the Dead Air Society. Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. It's three bucks a month, cheaper than a cup of coffee. And what else can you get for three bucks? I don't know. Anyway, also Circles of Wisdom, 286 Memorack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glant Messier Family Lug Group, 15 High Street, North Dover, North Andover, Massachusetts. And once again, our good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. We'll be right back after following messages. Welcome to Tokinet. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk gobbly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Parrax family. then the wheel wouldn't actually fit back into the um, mounting brackets properly. And, uh, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, welcome back to the uh, second <laughs> half of the first half of tonight's Ghost Chronicles. Um, we're looking, we're taking a look forwards and backwards tonight from Mammoth. You're in a mood today, by the way. Mammoth hamburgers to what meatballs, the Meatballs, will... don't get it confused. I'm sure mammoths had huge meatballs, particularly the boy ones. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, and th- but what we come and tell us what you think the world in two hundred years will think of what's happening in the world now. And how are they going to do this, Steve? Just for curious. Uh, well, I'm going to leave that bit to you. <laughs> but you could you could email Thanks. the Ron Kolak at anyghostproject.com. Uh, That's the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Or you can hunt him down, Ron, Ronald Kolek, on Facebook. Don't, don't bug me because I don't use social media very much. Um, or you could just go onto our Facebook page and rant at us from there, Ghost Chronicles International's Facebook page. Does that cover it? Really? I think so. Sure, why not? Anyway. All right. Have we found a flat so area? No, they're hard to find. They won't show themselves. They've all gone off the I have looked, I've I've looked, looked high and low for flat earth. Have you looked underneath? Oh, I didn't think because, of that. Because I, this, this is the burning question I'm dying to get to ask them, is if the earth is flat, then what's on the mm-hmm. other side? The UFOs. Well, that's... They tell you that. Do they? So they're just coming around. They're just coming around the edge. Yeah, yeah, they just fly around the edge. Cool. They can't fly around the edge because there is nothing beyond. The well, earth. how do they get from the other side to this side? The sun is just painted on the dome. Well, how are they getting around the edge? They must have a cigarette tunnel. Why don't they just come around it? 
uh, you know, speaking about secret tunnels, it could be that one they were talking that Admiral Byrd talked about when he flew his plane in. That's it. right. I remember reading about that when I was a kid. Yes. He flew, you know, so far south that he eventually he saw lush green jungles and strange animals running around um, because he and flew. And he landed? And, and they, he landed. They, and they know who he was? In his Ford Trimotor. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he'd, he'd basically flown into a big hole at the South Pole and gone inside. Yeah. But I remember that as a kid. I mean, that's what a long time ago mm-hmm. but there you go so that's maybe the way of coming through this hole that's in the uh, Antarctica which is why well, they the have car, all the, the men, I have all the men in black protecting it yeah but he couldn't have done that because he he didn't know he'd flown into a hole did he because of the curvature no so you see that doesn't make sense unless he'd gone round the edge I can't that go around the edge. There's in a dome. You know that they paint the stars and the sun are on the on the dome. Well, they covered that in um, Family Guy, didn't they? No, um, um, no, the other one. Um, right. You got me on that. I don't watch either. The of Simpsons, where they put a big dome over Springfield. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, and he we broke. used to have a we actually have a TV show called The Dome. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, it's an old medieval idea that the the fact that the um, the stars were fixed in the firmament, which mm-hmm. was effectively a dome, and that sure. God, God had put them there. And a lot of flat earthers are actually uh, deeply Christian because they believe that the you know they believe in the um, uh, earth centric idea that we are the center of the universe and that we were created by God. And that God's put, you know, a nice, um, a nice glass cloche over the top of us to keep us safe. And, mm-hmm. and for our entertainment, he's painted all these little coloured lights all over the top of it, so it mm-hmm. looks like fairy lights. Yeah. Um, and the uh, northern lights, yeah. which we actually could see here in pure, in pure decoration. Yeah, we 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 could see them here as well, um, yeah. because we're f- much further north than you are. Are you telling me you're on the same latitude as me? You no, might. no, no, no. You're on the same latitude as Portugal. You're at forty you something. Me. You're at forty something north. We're at fifty. Well, where I am, and I'm in the south of the UK. Yeah. We're at we're at fifty one. Mm-hmm. And the north of Scotland is, I think, fifty eight. True. So you know we're up on the the. Which explains a lot of things about Stephen Scott. The, that's well. That's why we have polar bears. Anyway, uh, so that goes into it. Now, I had another article, of course, when the, the entire thing crashed here. I lost that, too. But uh, I believe his name was Mitchell. He was a professor, and he finally worked out the time travel equation. Did he? Yeah, according to this article, which... Now, did I he guess, go forward to do it and then come back with the results? Or... He might have. He might have. Or he just might have watched the episode of The Simpsons. I'm not sure which one it was. but uh, Or what's it on Quantum Leap? Uh, back to the Future? Or Quantum Leap. He's gone oh, Quantum Leap. So he's gone forward. He's stolen the formula and he's gone back again. He says we can't use in it. Fact, in fact, actually, uh, there was a... There was a you know, you have these uh, time travelers on social media at the moment. Yeah, people. they're all over the place, aren't they? Yeah. Well, one of them said um, that on March 23rd, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the alien on March 23rd, 2023, yep. uh, aliens would reveal themselves and they would basically uh, show themselves and, but they would take 8,000 humans away or uh-huh. something. And that we, we would have, um, well, presumably they didn't want mammoth balls. Um, <laughs> That's why you're but, making the meatball secretly. We are just telling anybody. But, but, Presumably, they've arrived because this time traveler um, who'd, uh, who'd given out this warning said so. March 23rd, the aliens are going to come. They're going to go, hey, guys, we're aliens. We're here. I don't remember so what... it in the papers, though. Yeah. I, don't so what... remember, I don't remember those headlines. I don't either. But what's your, what's your thoughts on the time paradox? Do you think that's what? time is? You know, there there are some forces, with, or there are some yeah forces um, mm-hmm. that, that science can't explain. Um, we know what it does, or science knows what it what it does. Like um, gravity, magnetism, gravity, and we 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 also struggle with time because. Um, you know, according to some scientists, time is not a linear. It doesn't go from start to finish endlessly or start to never end, never ending mm-hmm. uh, in a progression, but that it can twist and turn and warp around and catch up with itself or, um, you know, it, it's not a linear thing. And that that gives them this idea of gravitational uh, tunnels effectively through time. Um, we call them, what do we call them, wormholes? Wormholes, yeah. Um, so science is, is, is really deeply divided by the concept of time and how it understands. I mean, I was, I was watching a, do- a real documentary about our nearest galactic neighbour, our intergalactic neighbour, Andromeda which in 3.2 billion years will actually bump into our galaxy. It it won't be a cataclysm that will end, you know, planetary life, but it'll be pretty spectacular. Yeah. Um, We'll probably have some new McDonald's there and, you know, a couple of dunkies. Yeah, and Elon Musk will probably, you know, send something up. Probably um, when you shut But nevertheless, um, they they still you know as this as Andromeda gets nearer because we've we discovered it I think about seventeen hundred and something and we've been watching it as it's get getting nearer um, and discovered that it's actually got um, two enormous black holes in the middle. Um, oh yeah, and, that's right. And that in reality, the physics of the Andromeda. Uh, galaxy might actually be quite different than the physics of the Milky Way galaxy. Um, not not at our level, you know, but at the fact that it doesn't seem to produce um, planets. They haven't found any yet. Now, obviously, it's a very long way away. They think they may have found one, which was 16 times bigger than Jupiter. Um, but they're not sure. 
But then they started looking at, you know, how, well, if Andromeda is doing that, what does that mean for our own galaxy and how and how we understand our own galaxy? So they're, they're still rewriting our knowledge of our own Milky Way galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all, you know, you know quite recently, uh, say, along with this alien space thing that wasn't, um, was the discovery or the the uh, scientific claim of the possibility that Jupiter might actually be a failed star because it's a gas giant. It's, it comprises helium and hydrogen um, as its primary elements. So effectively, a star that didn't ignite for some reason. Hmm. It, it's It's basically, you know, a star, but one that didn't do what the sun does because the sun is basically helium and hydrogen as well. Um, well, what they what they now think may have happened with Jupiter is it didn't quite get big enough um, to cause the reactions to occur that basically set light to it. Hmm. And it cool. would have been it would then have been a twin star system. But of course, then the planets wouldn't have existed. But we only exist because Jupiter does, because if Jupiter wasn't where it was, Earth and Mars wouldn't have existed because we would have been wiped out by the asteroids. Yeah, that's heresy, according to the uh, flat earthers. You know that, don't you? Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Remarkably good paintings. Anyways, uh, I believe that I I think I just went to a time slip because I just picked something off my desk and it says, 12 years ago, Steve Parson and Ann Winsper established parascience to examine the paranormal activity using proper scientific methods. That would be an advert for, so you want to be a ghost hunter with Richard Felix. Where most paranormal groups (laughs) visit a location for 24 hours, parascience has just completed a 650-hour uh, in one location, Camel Layers or whatever that is. Yeah. And they you still are, aren't finished. You are reading that advert, aren't you? Membership is strictly by invitation only. I have recently joined the ranks. You know who jo- joined the ranks? And I believe Parascience to, be, to uh, do the Richard. most credible paranormal investigating in the UK. That was Richard. Yes, it was. And the advert on Amazon was, I think the video is still available, $29.95 on Amazon. Is it? I have one in my hand right here that I'm looking at. This is the hard copy. There you go. Well, funnily enough, by a weird coincidence, the advert for that very um, DVD, that, mm-hmm. that production, so you want to be a ghost hunter, and that actually from, what, 15 years ago? 2006, anyway, it's uh, 2006. Yeah. So, um, appeared on my Amazon feed today, this morning. Oh, look at that. Is that now paranormal that, or what? That, uh, certainly some weird synchronicity taking place. I was like, bloody hell, that's how I recognized it straight away. Because I was surprised well, you did. It was so, yeah, you jumped well, on it right away. Blur- well, that was the blurb that appeared on my Amazon. You know, every day Amazon sends you an email saying, you know, yep. we have some daily recommendations for you. Um, 
and that was it. And I thought, why are you recommending my own DVD? <laughs> the other weird thing about Amazon is, like, you'll buy something and then you'll get a recommendation for the self-same thing a few days later saying, yeah. you know, based upon your um, current, you know, views or interests or, mm. you know, um, we have made these, well, your shit, your system sucks because I bought that last week. <laughs> I mean, life is, is strange. Oh, not. Oh, it's like ASAP, whom you know or you've heard of, the Association for Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomena, for whom I am the training officer. Um, they've been setting up a new um, internet site entirely. So if people want to go and check out the brand new ASAP website, it's www.asap.ac.uk. Go and take a look at it. Um, you can join ASAP from just um, five pounds, so it's about six, seven dollars um, for electronic membership. So you get everything sent electronically. Um, but because so so today um, they have been busy setting up the membership logins, um, and because I'm one of the uh, members of the executive. Uh, they were setting up our executive and email accounts. It had barely been active for an hour, and uh, they said, can you check it's working? So I clicked on it, and there were 35 spam emails. Offering, <laughs> uh, everything from enlargement and, you know, male <laughs> pills and female, the, the whole manner of, in, in an hour. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, is this is this what you know? Is this what life's going to be like as an executive for a scientific paranormal? You better believe program? it. Ah, oh, it's like no, I don't yeah. need this. It's that like, brings up a curious question, though. If yeah. big if Bigfoot had an account, would he get a uh, advertisement for enlargement? I don't know. Hmm, interesting. Should we set one up? Well, he might just eat mammoth meatballs. Oh, okay, there you go. He might have mammoth meatballs already. It's true too. <laughs> yes, that's that's. Oh, what about that? World. What about well? What about that? This week's crazy headline, which the is crazy, uh, came from an American uh, New York. Uh, New York. We have lots of crazy. New no, no, this is a legitimate newspaper. Yeah, that's we, we still have a lot of crazy. Go well, on. anyway, what, one of the main New York dailies came up with a mm -hmm. brilliant headline: uh, transgender woman. Um, in tears after TSA agents at JFK hits hits her in the testicles. Makes sense to me. That's <laughs> a weird headline, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, welcome. But to it does weird, kind. We're, we're it does kind of weird world. It does kind of sum up the world that we're living in. Yes, it does. Pretty much. Transgender woman in tears after claiming that TSA agent at JFK hit her in the testicles. Yep. Wow. Life is strange. Yep. But anyway. So uh this I got some uh, mammoth balls. Mammoth meatballs. I, I went so going back to this disc I found on ghost hunting says we should go around to oh, yeah. ghost hunting. Yes, so you want to be a ghost <clears> hunter. <throat> now I assume since you're on the disc that you have seen it right um seen it and remember it well so is it worth uh 
looking, viewing? I would say the information is still relevant. Okay. Because, you know, this was 2006. That's why I asked. Yeah, I, I mean, essentially nothing really has changed. The information's as good as good then as it is now. Um, obviously, some of the technology, if we mention it, has been a bit updated or needs to be updated. But the all of the general principles are sound, and I would heartily recommend it, if nothing else, for the outtakes. Oh. Uh, because, because we included um, on the DVD, I think there's about 30 minutes of outtakes because... Um, and we've spoken about them many, many times, you, me, and Richard, uh, because you know we work very well together. We've done, you know, quite a few, and we, 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 you know, we have a kind of similar sense of sense of humour, sense of fun. We had lots of fun together on Most Haunted, and that resulted in quite a few outtakes during filming. Um, and surprised. we, yeah, and we we decided to leave them in. And um, some of them are hysterically funny. Excellent. So, yeah, no, I mean, anybody, you know, if they want to go and buy it, it is a bit pricey at twenty nine ninety five, but, you know. Might be on eBay cheaper, who knows? Well, you can get Ghostology for a lot less, and that contains the same information. Ah, but not the outtakes. But not the outtakes. Yeah. I wouldn't and not Richard Felix. They don't have Richard Felix, who's doing yeah. Dining with the Dead, I think, this week, this weekend. Yeah. He now does his Dining with the Dead, as there's, as there's half of the ghost hunters in the world now. Yeah, what it is. But at least Richard asked if, if he minded, like, he stole the name, and I said, no, not at all. He never asked me, though, when he pinched two kilowatts of electricity running through the human body or the water. Or whatever else. <laughs> or whatever else, Yeah. <laughs> But he did ask in all fairness. No, I, I, you, you know, whenever we have Richard on, um, how highly I think of him. And I know mm-hmm. you do. He's, he's, he keeps, keeps hitting to come back. He does. He does. He does. But, you know, he's getting on. You know, he's, he's only a couple of hundred years behind you. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, him and my wife have the same tattoos, which is interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> and, and in the same places as well. Exactly. <laughs> Which I'm sure is another story for another time. But <laughs> anyway, uh, we are running down towards the end of the show. No, actually, we've got a few more minutes. That's good. So, anything you want to bring up that's new happening with the SPR? I, you told us about the new ASAP site, which is coming up. Uh, uh, no, with... I mean, no, the SPR is just ticking over quietly. Um, we're we're readying ourselves inside ASAP to roll out the training um, that's all booked for June of this year. Um, In truth, it's a little frustrating because obviously everything's been ready now for a few weeks. And you know how when it's all done and you think, I just want to go and do it now. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a little bit frustrating. So um, at the moment, that's but that's given me some time to work back on Paravision. So uh, much of this week I've been... Um, working on some of the chapters the that look at indirect vision devices. So these are devices that like are, a mirror. No, indirect, as in um, they're an intermediary between the environment and human vision. So cameras, thermal imaging cameras. Oh, okay, that's a so fancy they, English word for yeah. Camera. Well, no, I mean you have direct vision, which is the human eyeball. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you have indirect vision where you look at you know a, re a representation in the form of a photograph or video footage or mm -hmm. an image on a viewfinder screen mm -hmm. um, with your human eyes so hence they are strictly called indirect or intermediary vision devices is another way of so I've been looking at the sort of vision technology that's used by investigators. and So will OBS be covered in this book? They will, inevitably. Uh, oddly enough. They, they have to be, I'm afraid, um, because they are a visual manifestation. Yes, they are. Um, of both vision systems, direct and indirect. People do see these things with their bare eyes, naked mm -hmm. eyes. Um. And they also appear on on cameras and video footage. So yeah, they they do. Uh, there will be a representative chapter um, in the in the forthcoming book Paravision, which will be an accompaniment to Paracoustics, uh, which you can still buy on Amazon, of course. And uh, Ghostology, and Ghostology, which is doing rather well. Um, sales have picked up quite dramatically um, since Christmas. I don't know why. Hmm. But they're all still available on Amazon. So yeah, I've been. Um, it's 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 a couple of years behind where I thought it would be, um, but it's it's progressing forward. Hopefully, I reckon it'll be on on sale twenty late twenty four, early twenty five. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Look forward to it. Bob, well, look forward to getting it finished because it's been sat on my computer now for two and a half years. So going back to the uh, SBR training, uh, yeah. how can people sign up for, is it ASAP? Okay, I'm sorry, yeah. ASAP, ASAP training. Well, at the moment, uh, much of the training is done face-to-face. -face. So you would go to the ASAP website and there's the relevant box you can tick, you can sign up and you, you go along in June and then later again in, in November. To a physical uh, site? To a physical site. However, we recognize that a lot of ASAP's members are overseas or over the world, can't, yeah, or can't necessarily travel. You know, cost of living or, or whatever else. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, once we've got the face-to-face -face training worked out, which we we've just finished doing, uh, but once that's up and running, um, then throughout 2024 we'll be developing an online version of the training so that people can undertake. Uh, the training and the, you know, all levels um, right up to, you know, and including, you know, in fact, every level will be available as, as a series of online modules with assessments and such like. Mm -hmm. So that will that will allow members who can't make it to the face to face training. It won't replace the face to face training It'll run alongside it. Um, to allow the broadest number of people the opportunity to participate. Yeah, and uh, we have to take uh, wrap it up because we just got the two minute warning. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm dying to know who the show is brought to with by. And you know, I, I just uh, I do miss the know. final word. Yeah, I do miss that bell, you know. But uh, yeah, pizza from the dead. But anyways, uh, I do want to mention too that uh, some time ago, uh, not that long ago. Steve and I hosted a, a great event, which was the Quintessential British Ghost Project, I believe it was called. Yes, the Quintessentially British Ghost Project. There you go. And we had the likes of uh, Ann Winsberg, uh, 
Richard Felix, Barry Dr. John, Stephen Scott. And uh, that's available on sale this month uh, for a mere $9. You have unlimited access to it, so you can watch it at your thing. It was an all-day event. Uh, there's, I think, what, eight hours of... Yeah, eight yeah, hours. It seemed, yeah, eight seemed hours. longer at the time, but... Yeah, it seems like forever. I, anyways, think we should, I think we should repeat it. I think so, too. Anyways, that's available on uh, the New England Ghost Project website, negoesproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And we're brought to you by our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, members of the Dead Air Society. Become a member for $3 a month, and you have access to a Even if you're a vegan. Even if you're a vegan. We take vegans. We take PETA people. American we'll Express. take anyone. We'll take woolly mammoths. We don't care. But anyways, uh, join us and help, help support the show and uh, get access to some really cool stuff. So um, I just want to mention that I will be going to surgery tomorrow. So wish me luck, luck. And hopefully I will see you sometime. Yeah, don't eat the meat. Go in. Be safe. Good night. Night. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.